I'm excited to announce Stories Inside the Man Cave Podcast has partnered with an Austin, Texas-based farm-to-table delivery company. Farmhouse Delivery is a dirt-to-doorstep service specializing in organic produce and organic meats. Their mission is to connect communities across Texas with their land, making local food more accessible. And Farmhouse Delivery is partnered with over 200 Texas farmers and ranchers. From meal kits to produce boxes, Farmhouse Delivery is also a great idea for get-togethers with family and friends. Check out this endorsement from a Farmhouse Delivery customer. I barely need to go to the grocery store anymore. Now, how do you get your first order from Farmhouse Delivery started? Well, visit their website, farmhousedelivery.com. Select your items and then finalize your cart list and then enter the promo code MANCAVE for 20% off of your first order. I'm not just saying this because you dudes are here. Dude, y'all have a great podcast here. This thing's going to take, it's going to continue to take off. Hi, this is Sean Clinch, the host of Stories Inside the Man Cave Podcast, and I want to thank you for being a loyal listener and a loyal viewer of each of our episodes. And be sure to follow us on each of our social media platforms, that being our Facebook page, Twitter handle, and on Instagram. And a huge shout out. As we continue to grow, we are gaining sponsors and partners, beginning with Jim Saxton State Farm Insurance Agency in Austin, and Cosmic Coffee and Beer Garden on the south side of Austin. As for the partners, our community now, be sure to follow their platforms on Facebook and our latest and newest partner, that being Farmhouse Delivery in Austin, Texas. As for the next episode, let's ride. Wake your ass up or take a damn nap. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. It's time. I mean, Sean, you were twerking. That's going to happen. <laughs> Murph, don't be a dick all your life. This is uh, one, of, one of the more fun podcasts I've ever done. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you're not talking about sports in the man cave, you... No, I bet not. So you're not a man. That's it. It doesn't seem like work um, when you love what you do. And uh, to have the opportunity to, to... The first time I get to lead a program... Uh, at Oklahoma, are you kidding me? It doesn't get any better than this. It really doesn't. Coach, we love you. Mark Rogers, I like to call you the Bob Stoops of Oklahoma City Television. <laughs> Tired, and you're back in it, and you're one of your guys that you've known for a long time now. Brent Venables returns to Norman, Oklahoma. Your initial thoughts as being the Bob Stoops of local TV and Brent Venables making a return to a place that I think where Bob Stoops groomed him to be the head coach. What's up, Sean? Good to see you, man. Uh, see you, brother. I, I would say that it was really the best hire OU could make. There's a lot of stuff out there that was ridiculous and, and off the charts in terms of speculation and the, who the coach would be. But you know that. You've covered a lot of coaching searches before. Uh, but I, I think that, that Venables is uh, embraced by the fans I had a guy tell me that OU is a program. It's like a, it's the first time that, that they've ever had a girlfriend that broke up with them, and, and they didn't know what to do for a week. They're all upset and, they, and their feelings and all those kind of things. But uh, I, I think that he is able to unite. He's very charismatic. Um, he's going to be a good recruiter. I, I think that he got sprinkled some of the magic fairy dust on him when he went to Clemson and coached with Davo Swinney. That's changed him a little bit in, in a way that will be good for him. And he does have a great pedigree, Sean, with coaching at Kansas State under Bill Snyder. 
under Bob Stoops at Oklahoma and then under Swinney at Clemson. And so I, I think that's exactly what Castiglione is looking for. Bob Stoops is the same way. He coached under Bill Steiner, then he coached under Steve Spurrier. And, and seeing guys that programs like that that have had success and, and done it in different ways is a, is a big deal. And the fact that he's an OU guy helps him, right? I mean, fans want to have that added equity of a guy that really seems like they want to be loyal and stay around. So I think that that's been uh, it's been great today for Oklahoma fans to hear Brent talk. No, and that's 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 really amazing to me how it all worked out. Plus the the last seven days. And before I give you a little background about this guy, one of my favorite people that I've encountered when I was in that twenty one years in the media, those six great years in Oklahoma City. Uh, I got to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Farmhouse Delivery, based out of. Austin, Texas, organic produce, organic meats grown in the great state of Texas. Um, if you go to farmhousedelivery.com, as I'm dealing with some allergies right now, um, f- load your cart up with produce, meats, milkets, but be sure when you check out, use the promo code MANCAVE for 20% off of your initial order. And I, I've done it. Produce, it's phenomenal. Fact, I just took back the big box yesterday because you know we're green here in Austin. We like to recycle things. But Mark Rogers, how we cross paths when we when I first started, he was kind of like a guy that showed me the ropes in Oklahoma City, uh, the fine uh, watering holes, uh, the cock of the walk comes to mind. Um, but Mark is kind of a broadcasting legend in himself. Uh, he, he's really highly respected, done a lot of things on the business side as well. Now, our great friend Carson Cunningham stepped down. And just like Bob Stoops, he stepped down at KOCO. And just like Bob Stoops, you filled in nicely because you've been quite loyal to the industry there and KOCO. Is that, is that a fair assessment of the situation for you? That's incredibly dis, uh, disrespectful to Bob Stoops uh, that I would be mentioned with him. Uh, no, it's been fun. I've had fun. I've been working there a little bit and probably will continue to work there for a few uh, few more weeks while they find a, a backup anchor. But, you know, man, that everyday grind of uh, stay at 11 o'clock is, is probably not something I'm interested in going back full time. Mo, but you're doing a fabulous job. You're such a team player. Always. <laughs> On and so. off the field, so to speak. But you, you kind of alluded to it the past seven days. It went from the skies falling, recruits, the transfer portal. Um, I know one of which decommitted and now has committed to Texas. And, oh, you've seen enough of these changes. To now, you mentioned it, the Sooner Nation is riding a high. Brent Venable succeeding Lincoln Riley. Have you seen a week like this? To which you, it felt like the lowest of lows. Like, okay, Lincoln had his reasons. We all speculated why. Maybe it was because the SEC had he did not want any part of it. And I'm on that that train. But now Brent Venables comes in. Before that, Stoops brings stability, and now Venables. Where where do you see this program? Do you think there is going to be any issues with Venables at first? This first offseason, him coming in and leaving what was a national championship program in recent history? It's a good question. I, I love what he said today at, the pre- at his press conference. I really think that he had all the right notes. You know, Lincoln Riley did a, a fantastic job of recruiting, but he really more, he more recruited to his brand uh, rather than the Oklahoma brand. Right. And so I think that's why you saw a lot of, I mean, 
recruits. They're going to go where Lincoln went, or some guys want to enter the transfer portal. And, and so I, I understand that. And, you know, he talked about finding football players today more than recruiting guys at, uh, you know, combines and camps and based right. off of, of metrics that are not football related, 40 times and broad jumps and all that stuff, which is important. Um, but I think that Oklahoma, and I think probably could say the same thing about Texas, man, is that sometimes those five-star players end up having a, they're a little bit maybe not interested in working as hard as some of the other guys. Right. It, yeah. And then you got no, you know, no toughness, no tackling. I, and we saw that in Austin this year, defense a lot bad uh, Oklahoma struggled on defense and some of those fundamentals. And I expect Brent to come in as a defensive guy and I, and I expect him to bring toughness to practices and, and we'll see a lot better tackling team because the conference has changed Sean. Yeah. I mean, there's some good defenses in the big 12. I mean, for different reasons at different places, but it, it's just not the days of Baker Mayfield and Pat Mahomes. I mean, you got to be physical. And, and when they go to the SEC, they're going to need a to tackle too. Uh, they, I think the interior lines, and that's what kind of baffled me about Oklahoma this year. I felt like Oklahoma had one of the best defensive lines potentially in the country, and it just didn't it didn't work out that way. Um, but you mentioned him today and he really I think the little bit I saw I I, I really it, it was Brent Venables I mean if anyone had seen him in past even at Clemson I know you have to go online to search for him at Clemson but here's a short part and this is toward the end of that press conference today at the Everest training facility it, it kind of what you alluded to you you just feel it he, he belongs so to speak current players I know you're paying attention okay what a great example this is what it looks like Okay, this is what it looks like. You are the example. And again, lastly, I just want to want to uh, express my sincere gratitude, okay, and appreciation for being here today. But trust me, it gets better. Boomer. Boomer. Love y'all. Hey, that mic was not ready for Venables. <laughs> His intensity. That's right. Probably the players aren't ready for that intensity yet either. <laughs> well, well, you know, the one thing that I, I know you pointed it out, I remember years ago, jokingly, if you if you ever get a chance, you know, follow Mark Rogers at Mark. It's right there, Mark R Sports on Twitter, and you can listen to his fabulous shows. He brings a lot of nuggets of knowledge and humor and, is uh, Roots to the Great State of Oklahoma at WWLS, the sports animal, and you can listen to him every day. But you talked about him jokingly needing a get-back coach. We always joke about that. Between him and Bob, have you seen anyone else rival how much Brent Venables gets outside of that white area onto the field because he is that intense? Well, I think the, that's what the players like about him is he's really – he's very passionate uh, – I, will, I don't know. It's going to change a little bit. He's going to hire a defensive coordinator, which I also think is a really good move, uh, and probably be a little bit more measured um, when he's the head coach rather than a coordinator. But he and Mike Stoops on the same coaching staff, there was a lot of uh, lot of passion and fire out there. <laughs> Here's a little sample. I, I, you know, everybody needs a visual, especially us ADHD types. This is what uh, we're talking about, a, a get-back coach, if people are not aware of what that looks like. Always on his hip, making sure you've got to get the white clear. You got to get out of the white because that's where the officials were. They got the biggest guy on the staff. Yeah, I was going to say they've got the yeah. big guy. He's been he's <laughs> the get back guy for Brent Venables.
<laughs> That's I love that. That's good. I love it. it. It's he gets out on the field. I don't remember Bob creeping out, but if you were to take someone that you know is on this staff who can handle a job, or or would it be a uh, Oklahoma Highway Patrolman, or do they even? measure up to fulfill that type of a responsibility the, the troopers that have been on detail in the past uh they were they would certainly be capable of keeping brent in in place uh but you know hey i don't know what the staff changes are going to look like at ou and which assistants will be here and which will stay i think one was just uh announced a little bit earlier today just a few minutes ago uh that, that, that coach kane is going to go to usc one of the defensive oh, wow. guys uh, wow. on that staff so uh, and there are a lot of oklahoma people that are in limbo right now players and, and um, you know, you've got Brian Odom who played at Oklahoma a little bit. You've got DeMarco Murray's the running backs coach. Cale uh, Gundy who's a long time assistant at Oklahoma and played quarterback here. They're kind of in limbo of, you know, whether or not they'll have a position on staff or not. So we'll see how that, that works out. Lastly, is this the new norm in the modern era of college football with uh, name image likeness? Um, the absolutely insane salaries, which are now part of the market value for this upper echelon of power five coaches. Is this the new norm where we can see this? Cause everyone says loyalty. I don't think loyalty is part of the picture anymore on both sides, player and coach. It's a good question. I mean, I get Lincoln Riley's departure. I, yeah. I think that he might not have had the, uh, the control over the football program and some of the perks that USC offered him in Norman that was a, that Joe Castiglione was a little reluctant to give him, which I do think that, you know, Brent Venables had to ask those questions. He knows that it's not going to be easy going into the SEC and there are things that, that the, the administration is going to have to do to facilitate that. But now I, I think Lincoln Riley had job security for as long as he wanted at Oklahoma, but I do think going into a, um, a USC position where that's been down and it's been down yeah. for a while, but the brand is still relevant. It's where he is, done a great job of recruiting players and a lot of committed players, Oklahoma from Southern California, especially in that class of 2023. So it's easier to keep them home at that school. And like, you know, this clincher being the head coach at the university of Oklahoma in Norman is you is one of the, in this, in this realm, I mean, he's everything, you know, rock star, you know, he's Elvis everywhere he goes, people are going to be, um, you know, always, questioning him and talking to him and, and those kind of things. And I think Lincoln's more of an introvert. Strange as it sounds, he's going to stand out less in Los Angeles in terms <laughs> of the overall spectrum of sports where USC, it's great when they're good, but you know, if they're just okay, then they're, they're kind of in the background a little bit. So I, I, I get the move for him. Um, I, I, I do too. I do too. Now it just, it took me five days to process it. And I, and I certainly <laughs> understand it. Um, lastly, what happened to the rumors that Drake would was going to be a part of today's festivities? Okay. Uh, Michael Jordan was also here and played golf at Oak Tree National earlier in the week. Uh, and I think that they are shooting uh, some promos for that campaign. I just don't think that it was going to be done. Drake is it, you know, wasn't going to introduce Venerables with uh, you know, with the rap. I don't know. It maybe it'd be great if he wrote a Lincoln Riley diss track, but uh, but I, I think that it's all part of that Jordan brand. Uh, that, that OU has, which is pretty cool. I, I love it. I love it. That all makes sense. And I think Twitter is pure entertainment when it comes to rumors and sports. Oh, man. Plenty of those. Keyboard warriors, if you will. And one thing <laughs> I know for sure, Mark Rogers does not sit in his mom's basement tweeting at people. And that's that's a 100% fact. And we can tweet that out. That's right. I, I'm Jackie <laughs> Moon, man.
<laughs> Jackie Moon. Brother, I'm going to do my best to have a reunion with you when the Sooners play Oregon down the road from us in the Alamo Bowl because San Antonio with R Mark Rogers is perhaps uh, – don't threaten me with a good time. That's I've had some good times there on the Riverwalk, yes. The Riverwalk. I haven't been in a while, so I'll look forward to that. The plaque remains by the Marriott River Center with your name on it. One hundred percent. I think the best hospitality experience ever was at the Fiesta Bowl. Um, <laughs> those people know how to throw a party. That was well phenomenal. Done. Three a.m. at the Camelback Inn. We we cannot disclose what occurred at those media no. room parties, <laughs> buddy. I appreciate you. I miss you, brother, and I appreciate you making time for us. All right, go Jacks, man. My guy Kyle Keller there, man. They, they win some games. He, he's doing phenomenal. And Coach Carthel with the football program got us back into the postseason. We just opened, a, 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 I don't know if this is the correct figure for basketball, $38 million practice facility just opened. That's nice. Stepping up for a, trying to be the best mid-major, maybe the next Gonzaga, but that's going to take about a decade or more to get the Lumberjacks, which has – OU's number, by the way. That's right. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to, uh, Thomas Walkup. Oh, you don't want to see him. No, not at all. Mark Rogers for the OG Man K boys, which I hope you meet at some point. That being Coach Mo, Big Mike, and Hardball Harge. And for the Oklahoma legend himself, Mark Rogers, we are out. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. I'm in my car in a giddy up.